Hello, welcome to the I Want to Meet Nikola Tesla podcast. Today I have a very special guest, a fellow local from Perth, Abiti Catherine Pass. Welcome to the podcast. How are you going today? Yeah, great. Thanks, Nicola. Awesome. Really good. Am I pronouncing your name correctly? Yeah, that's that's really good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, we're good at pronouncing each other's name. That's always a great start. So <laughs> the, <laughs> the reason why I brought you on today is because uh, you uh, run a website and a Twitter account, uh, Where to Shop with Crypto. So would you like to, be, to tell me a little bit more about that and uh, your motivation uh, to start that venture. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm trying to turn my phone off. You know, the first thing in podcasting 101 is make sure the phone's turned off. <laughs> and here I am. I keep getting a phone call. Excuse me. I'm sorry if you have to edit this out, Nick. No worries. Take uh, the time. Nightmare, nightmare. Actually, it's on bloody silent. Why the hell? Okay. So, <laughs> where, to shop with... <laughs> um, where to Shop with Crypto was born uh, with a fellow colleague and friend, Sophia Matt, over a pizza one night. But even before then, um, I was co-hosting a podcast called The Crypto Clothesline for a couple of years with Amy Rose Goody. And we interviewed uh, one of the co-founders of uh, oh, Sugar. <laughs> Shit. It's all that right. I, I'm terrible with names as well. All right. That's amazing. I mean, I, I so know her. Anyway. We, uh, I was co-hosting uh, the Crypto Clothesline podcast and we had spoken to a couple of different people, one of whom had introduced uh, crypto payment systems to an entire town in um, Queensland, um, yeah. Gordon Christian. And so um, t working together with Travel by Bit, I had this feeling that, wow, wouldn't it be amazing if, if our little groovy home port town of Frio could start accepting cryptocurrency payments and we could actually start normalising this whole crypto scene instead of it being something that was always associated with scams and drugs and pizza, yeah. very expensive pizza. So that was kind of how it all started. And Soph and I were over a pizza. We, we got really excited. We decided to, to launch the business. And um, over the course of just over 12 months, we introduced 34 businesses to, um, to cryptocurrency payments in the Fremantle and larger Perth area. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that story. Um, and Fremantle. Fremantle is an interesting place for maybe for people who aren't uh, from Perth who are listening. Uh, how would you describe Fremantle? And do you think there's something special and unique about Fremantle's uh, character that maybe might make them the, uh, in a prime place to be the early adopters um, uh, for accepting cryptocurrency payments in Perth? Possibly because we've had, you know, we, not to sound like we're big noting ourselves, but we've had a lot of influence there. We've done a lot of educating. I think with cryptocurrency introduction, it really needs uh, grassroots education. People need to understand what's the big deal. Why would I even bother? Life is so busy. Why would I want to turn around and accept crypto? I mean, what a bore. Mm. So, you know, on the whole, I think cryptocurrency is still very much... Uh, for those sort of upper echelons or if you don't want to go into the stratosphere and you just want to look at it in terms of groups of people i think mostly people don't really know about it unless they have these negative associations as i mentioned before thanks to the mass media and all the people that ripped people off back in 2017 and beyond so 
Yeah, Fremantle is like a port town, a very groovy town. It's always been a little bit left of centre, I guess. And there's uh, still traditionally associated with a hippie movement. The orange people were there when I was growing up, although it's become very swanky and groovy and super overpriced for most of us now. But Fremantle as a community, uh, it's got a lot of innovation. It's got a lot of forward thinking to a degree. There's also an awful lot of conservatism. And our idea because we both lived in Fremantle at that point was to actually just speak to our locals, speak to the people. And we, and we wanted to make sure that cryptocurrency payments were accessible both to the businesses, but also to the people going to the businesses. So if nothing else, it was really interesting for businesses to be able to say, yeah, we accept crypto. Why do you accept crypto? And all of a sudden, all these sort of organic conversations started to take place because they had a big, uh, you know, a big sticker on their front window saying Bitcoin accepted here. That's awesome. Um, it's, it's, always, it's always nice to see that sticker and it definitely is a conversation starter a lot of the times. Um, so it sounds like uh, you've uh, made, a, made an impact on some of the businesses in, in Fremantle, which is really awesome. Um, what are some of the barriers or how, how does it usually happen that um, someone reaches out to you um, to, or, or do you reach out to them? How, how does the process usually work for you um, <laughs> in that sense? Or, or yeah. Um, how does it all unfold? Yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe because if someone's listening um, and they have a business that they might want to, um, uh, that they're thinking about accepting crypto payments with, um, how could they do that? Because uh, I'm, I'm noticing just at the coffee shop down the road from me, um, the, there's a sign that says card payments only. So they're not accepting cash. Um, but hey, you know, we, we, could still, uh, we could still accept crypto, couldn't we? Um, exactly, exactly. Um, a lot of the ways it was introduced to the uh, original businesses was uh, simply through conversations. And when you get to speak to business owners, because it can be quite difficult to get past managerial stuff, mm. uh, because they've just got a bit of a set mind and, they, and they're probably a bit precious, I guess. And they, they're also quite, you know, business owners are really busy people, so they sort of protect protect them to a degree they filter mm. <laughs> but um like I, I never forget one very very busy pizzeria in frio and i went in and spoke to them and i said oh um could i could i pay for my meal in crypto in bitcoin and the guy who was the manager who was a very you know a hip and funky looking kind of a guy he didn't quite have a man bun but he wasn't far off and he said um oh you mean that um that drug money mm. and i went mm, no i think you're thinking of the us dollar <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people have these perceptions and that's unfortunate. So really the yeah. best way that we found was to have personal interaction. We do, we do heaps of free community events. Uh, at the moment, they're online, obviously. Yeah. Um, we had one just the night before last. And at those events, there's no stupid questions. Everyone's welcome, men, women, Sometimes my kids are there and it's, uh, it's not really a free for all. Like there's a certain amount of structure. There'll be a particular subject that we'll be tackling, but it's actually a space for people to come along, feel safe, listen, ask questions, get answers and create community. And if, if really, apart from the fact that we've introduced cryptocurrency payment options to a, to a, a wide variety of businesses, it's been really powerful because it's actually about creating a community and within a community, you get to know, like, and trust people. And where there's knowing, liking and trusting, then there's much more of a, a tendency to, to spend money or to 
to go and frequent each other's businesses. And then what started to happen within the community is that business would businesses would refer businesses business to each other. Yeah. So it became a bit of a groovy in club. Now it's been pretty quiet for the last six months. We've had a bit of a quiet spell. We haven't been actively pursuing to see other businesses, but it because we're both working on other projects, but simultaneously I'm, I'm getting inquiries going, well, what is this all about and why would I do it? And you know, what's involved. So to answer that question, it's simply a case of us giving you some basic education, depending on where you're at with your crypto understanding. Um, the way that we've introduced it are payment systems uh, through Travel by Bit as the processor together with Living Room of Satoshi. And so I could come along and buy a coffee at my local cafe. I can pay in Bitcoin using a, a wallet on my phone, but the payment is processed into Australian dollars for the business owners. So it's kind of a step. It's a middle step. Instead of business owners having to think, what, I want to get Bitcoin. I don't want Bitcoin. I need money, especially in these moments where everybody's really struggling with just the base income. What this does is it gives an opportunity for, for people like me that want to spend their crypto to be able to go into an everyday business, uh, use my Bitcoin, get that system generating, get some volume happening through through the marketplace. And the owners can then receive it in Australian dollars or they can opt to receive it in Bitcoin. Yeah. It sounds but it's like, really, really simple. Exactly. And it sounds like a win-win for most businesses, doesn't it? Um, especially in a time where maybe they're sort of uh, uh, restricting, they can't take cash payments. So it's sort of like maybe accepting some crypto payments can make up some of that loss of revenue you might be losing out on. Because you can't exactly. cash as and much these days. Exactly, exactly, Nicola. And if you look at what happened just this morning, okay, Bitcoin's just, you know, it's a pretty volatile friend to have, isn't it? You wake up one morning and it's like up and another morning you wake up and it's like yeah. down. So nobody is promising anything and there, there is no sort of, sort of false illusions that it's going to make you money overnight. But what you can do if you're a savvy sort of entrepreneur and you are willing to learn a little bit more about online marketing and social media marketing and what have you, is you can actually use this as a driving force to put your business in front of other businesses that maybe do the same thing. I mean, how many places in Fremantle can you get a cappuccino? A good cappuccino, not very many, but you know, a cappuccino you can get absolutely anywhere. But how many places can actually say, hey, buy your cappuccino in Bitcoin. And if, if more business owners were willing to use that marketing aspect just to put their nose in front of, you know, the starting line where everybody else is just whinging and moaning about the state of the economy, sometimes it really takes somebody with a forward thinking outside the box mentality to be able to say, oh, far out, that could be really good. And especially, you know, it, it, you go deeply into the use of hashtags and, you know, getting an Instagram account and getting all these different ways. But basically what you do is you create a following, which, you know, some businesses are being more and more pushed if they can't be selling face to face anymore than they need to take their business online. That can be tricky for people selling cappuccini, but it can be possible for other kinds of businesses to actually do online transacting where Bitcoin is absolutely a fantastic player and other cryptocurrencies, of course. I agree with you 100%. And it's, uh, the, that's part of uh, us, the crypto community growing. We're definitely going to notice when a business is uh, accepting a cryptocurrency and we're more likely to attract that audience. So speaking of the crypto uh, community, that's something that you're saying you're involved with and cultivating um, at the moment. I think it's very important for us to 
cultivate an, a healthy community. And yeah, it has been quiet um, for a while in the cryptocurrency world. Um, but days like today make give us a feeling like, wow, this it can all happen very quickly, can't it? And um, very soon, uh, it might be the case uh, that we start to grow a lot in, and more people become interested because price is one of those things that uh, draw people's attention, isn't it? So uh, you had mentioned about 2017 and some of the scams and some of the bad reputation that uh, we might be associated, our name of, in the cryptocurrency community might be a bit tarnished with. Um, how, can we, how can we grow in a positive way? Do you have any thoughts that you'd like to share about that and make sure? Oh, that, yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. it's really important that crypto is accessible to all people. Now, one of the things I, I feel is that um, largely speaking, I mean, this is one of the things that was at the core of our values for the crypto clothesline. And it's also part of where to shop with crypto. And it's all of, also part of get paid in Bitcoin. So Adam Fulton and I of get paid in Bitcoin are also working quite closely because we're both sort of a grassroots type of business. Um, if there are more people getting paid in Bitcoin, then there are more people with Bitcoin in their phone wallets that can go off and buy a meal or go and get some takeaway if it's COVID-19 times or, you know, go and grab, uh, like we've got a luxury charter yacht, we've got a funeral director, an eco-funeral director where you can pay in Bitcoin. Uh, we've, we've, we've got accountants, we've got a, a shoe shops, we've got a wide variety of entrepreneurs. We've got that, that thinking outside of the shoe box. But mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't think I answered your question. How can we? So that I that for me is really central. The way that I got involved in cryptocurrency, first of all, in 2014, another school mum told me about it. I was too busy, just too busy with life, and it just drifted past me. What a nincompoop! You know, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> but now going back in 2017, there was a group of school mums and we were studying the price movements in gold and silver and how you could profit from those movements. So basically trading. And the conversation started to move more and more towards crypto. Now, I thought that was kind of normal. I thought everyone was talking about it. But I realized the more that I went out there as that new revolutionary kryptonite, well, maybe not kryptonite, but, you know, crypto <laughs> fever, <laughs> um, they were like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. no. And it really fell on dead ears. So I became really passionate, uh, which is also, like I mentioned, the reason Amy Rose and I created Crypto Close. And we became really passionate about making sure that this conversation was hitting the ears of, of women and mothers. Not because we think they're more important than men and, and, and fathers, but we're, we're women, we're mothers, and we realize we're in the minority. And if more women knew about it, then there'd be more chatting about it. <laughs> Let's face it, we're bloody good networkers. And, and there'd be more um, conditioning or education or, or, or information passed on to their kids. So that's one really positive way, I think, of changing the persona of crypto is, is getting more of a trustworthy figure, figurehead and more trustworthy conversations going on. And that happens through grassroots education. Yeah, and it's, uh, I agree with you. And it's interesting because uh, the cryptocurrency might be a gateway to like learning a lot more positive things like being uh, financially responsible and um, just uh, thinking about thinking about just being financially educated um, a lot more. Um, uh, I think that's something that uh, maybe has uh, not not so common sort of uh because uh the way i see it is uh the the reason why i love uh bitcoin and cryptocurrency is because it's uh spending money that you have um 
Whereas uh, something in Australia that's very common is a lot of people are spending on credit. So something that's popular here is like apps like Afterpay where you're spending money you don't have. And I think uh, that's, that's why I think uh, cryptocurrency is a step in the right direction. And I agree that if we could get some conversations through cryptocurrency maybe as a vehicle to being more financially responsible, that would be great. I totally agree because if you just look at our massive debt and you look at the, the trillions of dollars being printed every moment, uh, I just wrote a, a lengthy, not that lengthy, but it did end up being a bit wordy blog for Get Paid in Bitcoin about the money printing machine and the fact that we're robbing, uh, robbing the, the wealth from our children's futures and possibly their children as well. I mean, there are mixed feelings about that. Some people who are sort of challenging that whole that whole model so i'm not an, an economist and I, i'm not going to comment on that but one thing i do know is if my mother if there'd been bitcoin around and she, i just wrote about this last night actually so I'd, I'd love to share this blog with you as well um it's all about the harvesting that's coming up the halving and what the effect yeah, is please, why yeah. we need to yeah. yeah, why we need to listen to this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just went back and you know how you're sort of writing at two o'clock in the morning. I don't know about you, but that's when I get my muse. And I went, oh, what would have happened if my mum bought me 10 bucks worth of Bitcoin 10 years ago? And then I went back and I just Googled it. And I think um, $10 worth of Bitcoin, it, it had this massive 800% spike and it went from 0 0.008 cents to 0 0.08 cents. So an <laughs> increase. And if I'd have bought, if my mum had bought me ten dollars worth, I would have over uh, one point six million dollars now. Gosh, but that's the message I'm trying to get to other mums. Like maybe you are flat broke. Maybe you are on the bro on on you know on the bones of your ass to use a nice Australian expression. Maybe you are struggling, or, or maybe you're not. But if you just think about getting incremental payments, whether it's through Get Paid in Bitcoin or through other avenues, and, and, you, and you just think about entering this world and changing your mindset into a mind mm. flex, then you could really open up. You know how they say like one, one degree difference in a decision today can make a massive uh, difference to where you end up, the outcome. Yeah. So one tiny decision today can make a massive Massive difference. Now, there's no promises and we're not doing financial advice or anything of that nasty nature. What we are doing is saying, like, just get up and have a look at this stuff. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. And the idea that comes to mind for me is uh, the time preference. So it's uh, having a lot of people now, it's common to have a high time preference. So even that's, even if that's with uh, your diet, a lot of people uh, would rather go for the fast food that maybe tastes good right now. But... Um, is not good for you in the in the long run. Same with uh, a lot of maybe purchases like uh, that are done on credit. It's like you get the gratification now, but uh, something that Bitcoin gives us is an ability to shift to more of a low time preference and maybe think about saving. Uh, it's a tool that we can use to think about saving and then um, over, over a long period of time, because you were saying, because of the deflationary nature of uh, Bitcoin and the fact that... Uh, the, the halving is coming up soon and that's even going to uh, cause the supply of Bitcoin to be even less and the money will become even harder. Uh, what we've seen as a trend over time, it, it, it goes up in value. And that's something that uh, when, when, when you understand that, uh, it can have a profound impact on your life and how you think about uh, what's valuable and how you um, spend your time. Because ultimately, why I'm so excited about this uh, technology is because I see it as it's a, I call it as a tool to gain our financial sovereignty 
and to maybe spend time um, doing things that we love more and spending time with the people that we love more. I think that's a really beautiful, beautiful point because Nicola, I'm guessing that you're a, a, a Gen Y. Am I, am I right there? Or are you sort of edging in on the Gen Z? I'm not I'm, sure I'm, I'm, like, so I was born in 93. What is, what is that? Where does that put me? Am I like I don't a know, millen Gen millennial? <laughs> I don't know, but Gen Y's millennials, what they've given us is this yeah. amazing gift of this like, you know, screw you to the baby boomer mentality of work, 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 work. And like, no, my time is precious. My life is precious. And yeah, I'm, I'm a Gen X, so I'm sort of, you know, squished in between both of yous, but I, both of yous, oh, gee, I've got a nice yeah. little Australian <laughs> coming out there. Sheesh, where did that come from, darling? Anyway, uh, it's, um, it's a beautiful gift that this generation is giving to say, no, you know, I won't swear on your podcast, but you know, F you, we're not, we're not going to go down that road. And I agree. I do think there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a warning flag that may, maybe the halvening will, will send it up and it's likely it will with all the money printing. But I think we need to make sure that listeners are aware that it, it's not a promise and it, and it could actually, you know, with, with half the amount of um, rewards going to miners, it could actually go the other way. If miners decide that it's not worth their while to, to be mining Bitcoin anymore, it could, we could see a complete reversal. But I think it's definitely an exciting time. And I just, I just think it's so important that people just wake up and, and see that there are other alternatives. I mean, it might not be Bitcoin per se or, or other cryptocurrencies. It might just be that people learn about gold and silver. It might be that people look at, at shares. I'm not suggesting any of those vehicles, but it's, it's definitely about getting your time freedom back and your space freedom and your life freedom back through uh, financial instruments. Exactly. And do your research. Do your research. <laughs> Always do your research. Um, trust, don't ver verify. That's another great um, uh, something that I've learned from Bitcoin. Um, or the other way around, verify and don't trust. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, one, no one deserves a blank uh, check on your trust and you definitely should, um, yeah, do your own research and um, none of what we're saying is uh, financial advice, that's for sure. Thank you very much, Abiti. Thank you very much for your time. I really, um, I really enjoyed this chat with you. Um, if, if you enjoyed this content, if you're listening on iTunes, you can help me out by putting a, a review. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, a subscribe and a like that definitely helps me bring more of this content. Um, uh, is there anything else that you would like to share? And would you like to let people know how they can get in touch with you if they're interested in accepting crypto for their business? And yeah, thank you very much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Um, you get the last word. Thank you very much, Abiti. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nicola. Uh, well, definitely, people can get in touch with me through the website. There is um, info at whereToshopwithcrypto.com. Uh, there you can get in touch. And it's a really easy process for businesses to onboard. And we uh, give a lot of support, a lot of community education. And there's also a lot of facts on the on the um, website. So most of the questions that we've heard ad, ad infinitum for the last you know, year and a bit, we've collated all of those answers and put them on there. There's also some really beautiful writing on there by Sophia Mutt. She's an amazing crypto writer and she really looks at uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in terms of the sovereign being, in terms of the much more philosophical uh, driving force behind it. So it's not all just when moon Lambo. It's a lot more, it's a lot deeper, a lot more uh, thought invoking, evoking. <laughs> so yeah that's how people can get in touch thank you so much nicola for having me on the show it's been an absolute hoot i've loved chatting to you and i look forward to maybe meeting you in person sometime <laughs>